What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. This is episode 98. We're going to be continuing our series on home security. Specifically in this episode, we're going to be talking about doors and windows. Uh, so really, we're going to look at talking about pri- primarily from the outside, the casings, all that kind of stuff today. Um, but, but yeah, that's going to be kind of our, our primary topic. So over 50% of the time, if someone comes into your house, it's through your front door. You have side doors, garages, back doors, all these other things. But over 50% of the time, it's still the front door. All right. Does this go back to criminals are lazy? Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. I I think so. So, yeah. Okay, but I do think we need to get an ad in, and then your news story, and then we'll kind of pick up from there. Or my news story. Whose news story? It's your. It's your news story today. (laughs) I was looking at doing this last week, but you know, didn't. uh, You already had one, and I didn't want to step on your toes. So anyway, let's get into our ad. Faith. Freedom. Cars. Martial arts. Coffee. You can find t-shirts for all this stuff and more. Where can they find that, Kylie? At faithandfreedom.clothing. Oh, by the way, if you use the coupon code Impact Defense, you will get 10% off of that. Ooh. We should better use that. <laughs> what was that voice? I don't know. Okay. So to get away from Kylie's voices here, let's go ahead and say faithandfreedom.clothing. Okay. Uh, so for those of you that watch the podcast on YouTube or watch the podcast over on Spotify, uh, you can see that every time we play a, one of our pre-recorded ads, uh, Jada immediately takes her headphones off if she is speaking. <laughs> I still, I don't care how many times I see that. I always think it's hilarious. All right. Anyway, we're going to get into the news story. All right. I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the Chick-fil-A employee is praised for saving a woman and a baby during a carjacking. I'm sure it was his pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is is straight out of uh, NBC News. Um. So a Florida Chick-fil-A employee is being praised for his heroic actions when authorities said he stopped a man from carjacking a woman and a baby. The employee, Michael Gordon, was working at a location in Fort Walton Beach area Wednesday afternoon when the woman started screaming for help. Chick-fil-A and the county sheriff's office said in statements, I have friends in Florida. They might make it. They might make fun of me for the way I said that. You can just say in the local <laughs> sheriff's department. Okay, the local sheriff's department. So just got, act like you didn't hear that part. Yeah, well, All that's right. what I do whenever I have a news story that there's something I don't know how to pronounce. It's like yeah, and exchange well, it for generic see. It would have been much better if I had actually read through this entire thing, but I kind of skimmed it just to make sure. But you know, anyway, the woman said the man was carrying a stick and wielding it in a way she believed he would use it as a weapon, according to the report. The woman said that. He, he stepped, she stepped back away from the man and he lunged at her, grabbed her keys from her waistband and got inside the car, car, according to the report. When the victim began screaming for help, an employee at Chick-fil-A ran to intervene. The sheriff's office wrote on Facebook. Branch pulled the man 
punched the man in the face, but did not seriously injure him. Cell phone video taken by witnesses show Gordon and the man wrestling on the ground before other people run over. Gordon then holds the man down. Okay. Anyway, that has been your news story of today. All right. Uh, okay. So we are going to be talking about uh, really entry points into your home, primarily. Um, looking at doors and windows and, and all of these different things. We're going to start with the garage. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I know. So many people are stupid with their garages. Wow. Just be really judgmental there, Jada. (laughs) (laughs) I I was going to say, I know entirely too many people. See, we teach home defense classes. And uh, I can't count how many times I've had somebody come in. And the moment I start talking about garages, you know, people will lock their garage door, but don't lock the house door on the inside of the garage. And you just see eyes go wide and everybody. Yeah, when you start explaining, it's like actually garage doors are so much easier to break into than like a, a regular outside door. So if somebody gets into your garage door, uh, then it's easier to get inside your house if you have not locked that door that's inside your house or to your house. So anything else for garages? There are different kinds of garage doors, but yeah. if it has a remote control. There are specific ways it can be broken into. So, um, some safety. One safety tip for that would be like not leaving the remote um, in your car where people can see it from the outside. Yeah. So, um, if your car is not locked in your garage, yeah. Make I mean, sure. like you you go to Walmart or something. Yeah. Yeah, and you just kind of leave your garage door open or remote, whatever, sitting there. So be careful with the remotes. Um, it should not be. A, it, it is way more important than your TV remote. TV remote can get lost in the couch cushions on your fine. Especially um, now. I mean, like right now we've lost our TV remote and there's just an app on our phone. Yeah. That we use to control the TV. So, And half the time it doesn't even work. Oh, that's true. But it's a lot less important than the, the garage, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, don't leave it where people can get to it. Um and then, and then you're not sure if it has a code or something like that. Make sure you don't use a code that's really easy to guess. Um, one 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 one. Uh, you know, I so. apologize. I don't one, think two, three, my coffee's four. kicked in very well yet. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it's one of those days. Um, I have a very abysmal small cup of coffee here in front of me that I will be refilling probably multiple times throughout the episode. But anyway, um, yeah, so it's a basic, and there's a lot of, now there's a lot of smart apps and stuff like that, uh, that basically when you come up to the, when you come pulling up, I think I still have coffee in my cup and it's over there. (laughs) You know what? We're going to take a break in this episode for you to go get your coffee. Go quickly, quickly. I'm going to talk while she's doing that. So. (laughs) There's a lot of apps out there or smart home type, you know, connected stuff where basically when you pull up into your driveway, your garage door will automatically open. Um, That kind of stuff is purely fine. I understand. But, you know, you have to be very careful with uh, your phone 
that your phone is not taken by somebody because if they know that and they steal your phone somewhere and they happen to know where you live, uh, they can like pull right up to your house and the door just opens up. And then if you didn't lock the door, uh, going from your garage to inside your house, well, then they have access to everything at that point in time. So yeah, again, if your phone has like a really easy code to get into. Well, Most people have their home location programmed into their GPS. That's true too. I do not. I yeah. actually never GPS my home location. Yeah. Never. I just don't. I'm sure my phone probably secretly knows where I live because that's where it sits most of the time. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there's a good chance it thinks I live here. Um, yeah, you know, that's a possibility too. Uh, actually, and this is where I reference to anytime I'm coming from like, if I'm coming from a neighboring county or something that I would have to pass here to get home anyway, I just GPS to here. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I will go to locations near my home, but not to my home. So I already talked at some point. Which sounds uh, paranoid. <laughs> well, you know, I already talked to my brother um, who is in IT. And at some point in time, I think we're going to have him on talking about some of that kind of stuff and, and everything. Because uh, I think that kind of stuff is really important when it comes to because crimes now are becoming and have been for years, becoming more and more and more digital. Um, you know, I mean, we just had to I mean, we had our credit card number somehow gotten and we we were just like it's been a big pain in the butt trying to get everything set from the automatic drafts that were coming out and everything else because we had to completely reset everything. Um and I have no idea how they got that. So, you know, but everything is becoming a lot more digital. And I think, um, I think for an episode, we're going to try to have him come on at some point and do a, uh, do an episode on, you know, security, actually like security when you're on the internet and stuff like that, because it's, it's more than just getting your financial stuff and getting your information, you know, cause we've talked about it before. Sometimes predators use it as uh, grooming methods. So I think it would be a good episode, but anyway, I digress. Okay. Moving on doors and windows. No, 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 no doors, just doors. Let's look at those for a moment. Uh, <clears throat> We have talked about it many times. I don't know how much on the podcast. We've talked about it many times, how a door, most, the vast majority of doors are defeated with a single kick. Okay. You kick that door in. It doesn't matter how heavy the door is. We actually just had a video go viral on TikTok. Uh, it's just a little quick clip of me talking about uh, doors and how easy they are to break into, uh, how you can kick a door in pretty easily. And excuse me. And, uh, you know, we get people arguing, Oh, not my door. My door is super heavy and everything. And I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. You're, it's not the door. It could be a big metal door. It could be a big, heavy wooden door. It doesn't matter. It's not the door that breaks. It's the door frame. What's the look on your face? Nothing. Okay. Keep talking. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not the, this is the door frame. It either the door frame is cheap. Okay. So, or if the door frame is cheap, it will just like split and cut in half. Uh, when you kick it in, um, if the, you know, if those little screws we've talked about so, so many times, uh, you need to have good solid three to four inch wood screws in the strike plate of the door to keep it from being, kicked in because those screws go all the way into the frame of your house and that will help secure even a cheaper door frame 
What, what you look like you wanted to say something? No. <laughs> no. Did I say something stupid? No. Okay. All right. No. <laughs> um. So door frames, you you'd very much so prefer the door frames to be made of a really good quality wood, uh, or even a metal. Okay, that that's not gonna. You can get these extended strike plates. To go in to also kind of help that you get these really big extended strike plates and then you use those three or four inch wood screws to go into uh that strike plate that goes in and now your door is so so much harder to break into and a lot of times now honestly people mainly kick right there at the doorknob because that's the easiest place but if you want to really really secure that door put those three to four inch wood screws on the other side on the side with the hinges as well take those little ones out and put the big ones in there too um, because that will help to ensure that it is super secure on both sides. Now, if you live in a mobile home, like uh, like a trailer single wide or double wide, um, you might have to go to like a mobile home store to find certain things that will fit that door. Like if you, if you're replacing um, your locks, for heavier locks or if you're replacing um the frame for your house you might have to go to a mobile home store and see what they have that's true because not everything for a normal size home fits that's that's very true um but you know make sure you have a good quality doorknob and deadbolt and lock them Mm -hmm. um let's just say we've had several conversations and arguments with certain family members who oh yeah they have a deadbolt but they don't ever lock the deadbolt um and you know it doesn't do you any good if you don't use locks and deadbolts and it really really gets on my nerves to hear people go well you know it doesn't matter if somebody really wants to get in they'll just get in the idea with any of this, as we talked about in the previous episodes, is to make it really hard for them. You know, if you make it harder on a on, on somebody trying to break into your house, they're probably going to move on to the next house. Because criminals are lazy. Yeah. So. And they're looking for people exactly like you. Very true. <laughs> All right. Uh, keyless locks. Keyless locks can be some kind of a smart lock. Uh, where it is, there's an RFID or there's something to do with your phone or I've seen those with RFID cards where you kind of walk up to it or maybe even with your phone where you kind of walk up to it and it will unlock, um, you know, just make sure it's not easily hacked. Um, and then those, the types with the, um, numbers, the codes. Yeah. Again, super important not to use an easy code. I'm amazed to hear from people sometimes how they don't change the codes that they get, like the, the default code. Come in. Oh, it's one, 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 one. That's cool. <laughs> I actually had a guy one time say, but who would, who would think that it would be that easy? So that's, <laughs> Literally everyone. (laughs) Speaking as uh, someone who is technically Gen Z, 
I cannot tell you how many people's phones I have been able to break into because of the numbers one, two, three, and four. <laughs> Your first guess is one, two, three, four. Your second guess is one, 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 one. Your third guess is four, three, two, one. And usually you can get in with one of those. It, it, uh, it scares me. All right. Anyway. Uh, if your phone code is any of those things, change it now. <laughs> yes. Right now, I mean, people can too entirely too easy get too much of your information if they can get into your phone. I mean, it's just true. Somebody gets your phone, they could absolutely wreck your life. But we're not talking about that today. Uh, anyway, all right, let's uh, continue on with yours. And uh, it, it is important to say, guys, if you're going to make your passcode a a date, um, like a specific date and time, maybe don't use your birthday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe find a more obscure, important date in your life. Yeah. Like, I don't know, the first time you ate Cheerios, you know, like <laughs> just some kind of random date that, for some reason, sticks out in your head. Like, was Christmas of the year 2000, like, really great for you? Okay. Use that date. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, anyway. uh, If you move into a new house, change all the locks. Just immediately. Uh, I know I'd heard a a story about somebody. uh, They sold a house, and they had a lot of... They had a they had a lot of kids, and then they had a lot of grandkids, and they said there was forty some keys to their house out there within all the kids and the grandkids. Oh. When I say a lot of kids and grandkids, I meant a lot of kids and grandkids. So there was like forty. I think I want to say forty three, but I could be wrong. But it was forty some for sure. And uh, one of the sons came up to him and said, "Listen, I said the first thing you need to do is change all the locks." He says, there are like 43 keys out here. <laughs> there, he says, what a nice you got, dude. You got two of them, but there are still like another 41 keys out and around. He said, so the first thing you need to do is change. And he says, you know, everybody in the family is nice, but there's too many keys out there. He said, you got to change the locks. So, yeah, <clears throat> I found that kind of interesting. Um, all right. One of the things that we got to ask a lot on that video on um, TikTok was, Sliding glass doors. Mm. I am not a fan of sliding glass doors. I feel like it's a huge, giant, easy thing for somebody to just, you know. Bust. Yeah. So, first thing, let's go over. Uh, there are these uh, security kits that you can get for sliding glass doors. Get something. Uh, metal bars. Uh, it's a kit that go they'll go in there and kind of wedge its way in and make it where somebody can't open the door. Uh, some of them look a lot more professional than others. Uh, I have honestly, I mean, you can do something super effective. I've, I've seen things done with a broomstick. Well, as long as you have something that is the perfect size to fit, um, in the space, like where the doors meet and one slides over the other, when you open it, if you have something that fits in that space and you can just drop it in there, yeah, that keeps it from opening. It's way safer than just the do- the locks that come on the door. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you're still at the safety risk of it being glass. Yeah. Well, let's also, there's a, there's a, there is a thing, but we've got one more thing in between that. And, yeah. The hole in yeah. pin devices. 
So basically, I actually don't know what that is. Okay. So you've got this metal pen or sometimes two uh, that, you know, it kind of dangles on a little chain and it has specific instructions. You drill into the frame and once the door is closed, you take the pen and put it in there and it makes it where they can't open the door. Okay. So it's just another kind of thing to secure. The okay. Door. I just hadn't heard it labeled hole and pin device. Yeah. I mean, oh, that that's, makes sense. you know. Um, All right. Now we're on to the window security film. Now, yes. All right. There is some really good window security film out there. Um, and this is something that we have been, uh, we've, we've got, we were, we were doing a uh, home defense series on YouTube. And this is kind of where we're stuck at the moment. Not because, I mean, just because getting everything filmed like we want to get filmed has been a pain in the butt lately. Uh, but anyway, there is security film. And once it's put on the glass, as long as it's done correctly, you can't tell it's there. It's really neat. Uh, it's just like almost like a window tent, but it's completely clear. And once you put it on, you want to put it on the front or the inside and the outside. You want two layers of it. And there was a video out there uh, that tested this stuff. Basically, they had a sliding glass door. Somebody threw a rock at it. The entire thing shattered, and the person walked right through. It was just like, how long does it take to do this? And they, they threw it through. And uh, it was like three seconds they were inside the house. Okay. Then they put one layer of security film on on there, and somebody threw a rock at the window. And what it does is it busts and shatters, kind of like your windshield on your car. Okay. So it busts and it shatters, but it's still in place. And then you have to kind of keep pecking at it and hitting it and hitting it and hitting it. And I think it took 30 seconds or so before they could get in. Then, uh, once they put it on both sides, it took so much longer. I don't remember how long I, I, I wish I did. I should have looked that up again before we did this episode, but putting film on the front and the back, they had to just continue to beat it to, to, to get it a hole big enough for them to walk through. Now, in most cases, we go back to a criminal's going to look for an easier target, so they're going to want to try to get into, uh, you know, they hit that, and they have to sit there and continue to work on it. That's cutting the amount of time that they're going to have inside your house. So more than likely, they're going to move on, okay, unless there's something that's, especially if you're in a neighborhood, especially if you, you know, you've got neighbors and stuff around you, and they don't have all day. So, but if you have that kind of going on and that can make it uh trip an alarm or something like that, it's going to probably get them to move along pretty quickly. Um, you know, I mean, technically speaking, we had that here. Uh, so here at our school, uh, somebody tried to break in, they bust the door, the glass shattered, all of that. But what did not happen was the glass did not fall in and the people left before they came in so um that was right after we moved to a new location we just moved to this location here and um i don't remember like how long but we was not here but just a couple of months and open and somebody tried to break the door in and when they did you remember that don't you yeah and uh and when they did you know the glass did not immediately go away and i don't know if how long they stayed and tried after that, but they end up running off. So, you know, that just kind of goes to show, cause I, I get tired of people's 
people start talking about things they think they know without actually knowing the statistics. Mm -hmm. And, you know, cases like this, in all honesty, if you can delay them from getting in, they are less likely to try to get in. Even when they might have done some damage. Yes, I had to buy a new door. You know, I mean, we're, we're here. We're a business. We have solid glass doors. They busted it. It had some film on it. It did not make it. You know, it didn't just immediately fall in. They couldn't just walk in when that as they had to work on it. They had to move on. Um, so, yeah, same thing with windows. If you have a window on the outside of your house, especially near the door. So if you are somebody who has windows on either side of the door, security film. Absolutely freaking get some security film. Put that on the inside and the outside. Uh, if you have windows that are big windows that are easy for people to get in and out of, uh, if people could use that to kind of get into your house, put security film on there. Mm-hmm. That stuff and is make not sure very they're expensive. locked. Yes, and make sure they're make sure they're locked. Okay. Look, not just houses, guys. Look, churches. Go to your children's ministry and check the children's ministry windows. Yeah. Because kids unlock things. True. I say this because when I was growing up, um, I went to a church and all of the windows were like about five feet tall and about three feet wide. So you've got these really big windows just all over the church. Really great lighting, um, really happy environment, but lots of windows. And the only thing keeping you from getting in or out of those windows was the little knob thing that you flip over. Any child could do that. And I tell you what, anytime we got to go to the playground, it was, can we go through the window instead? (laughs) Because I don't know what it was about those giant windows, but they were just begging for us to use them as a door. (laughs) Um, So sometimes the teachers would let us. And then sometimes, you know, if the teacher's late, you open the window anyway, (laughs) you know? Um, Now, me knowing this, I was eight at the time um and i did some i did some singing when i was younger so my grandfather had a key to the church because he was one of the people that founded it uh and we went in to practice one day and he had forgotten his keys at the house i was like oh i don't need a key he goes what I like no, no no i can get it and he goes no you can't and i was like just give me one minute and i ran around Went in the back, went to the children's ministry window, opened it up. Here I am, nine years old, breaking into a church. How many uh, times have you broken into a church? Uh, twice. That's at least the, okay. Just that's, twice. I was about to say, that's at least the second story you have told on the podcast of you breaking into a church. Is this the same church It's twice? the same church. Okay. Um, right, just checking. Yeah. So, I just wondered if this was like a, a habit. <laughs> you go to a new church, I got to find a way to break in. <laughs> no. Um, I'm just warning you to check the children's ministry windows, okay? Uh, but like check all of the windows, but especially the children's ministry ones, because the children's ministry was on the ground level. Yeah. Whereas the sanctuary, the back of the church, the sanctuary was on the second level. So it, it was on a hill. You know, this is North Carolina, nothing's level. Yeah. Um, so you enter the sanctuary, obviously at anyway. Technically the second story, but the children's ministry was also technically the basement. It was yeah. Okay. Uh, it was it was weird, but the back had windows that let out anyway um yeah i broke in came out the front obviously they had a they had a motion sensor that was my first time breaking into the church so 
I wasn't completely sure how the motion sensors work, so I just got in and bolted for the front door, so I had to run up the stairs and uh, get in from upstairs. And I opened the door from the inside, and he goes, show me how you did that. (laughs) (laughs) And so from... From there, he was like, "Yeah, we have got to, we have got to fix this." And you know, nine-year-old me, like, "Why? It was great. I fixed a problem. I was able to get in." Uh, anyway, and then the next time I broke in, it was for the person leading the service that day. I had spent the day at their house. It was my godfather. He was, uh, he was leading the service that night, and I had gone home from church with their family that morning. And my parents were just going to pick me up from the church that night. And yeah, he forgot his keys and I said, it's okay. I can get in. And (laughs) I went downstairs, but that time I knew about the motion sensors. So I snuck around all of them until I got to upstairs so that, um, the alarm system wasn't going off the entire time I was in there. Only what time it took me to cross the sanctuary. And I could uh, have gone through the sanctuary without chipping a motion sensor. So, you know. So so this shows uh, a couple things. Number one. uh, Keep in mind, once again, I was nine or, like, nine or ten. Yeah. It it wasn't hard for a nine or ten-year-old. Yeah. (laughs) And if you you grew up there and then decided you wanted to do some damage later on as a teenager, uh, how, how easy would it have been? you know, to kind of go in and then knowing all the things that, you know, because you grew up there and, and don't think that kind of stuff don't happen. But anyway, uh, we were talking about houses specifically, um, you know, for me, like check your th- kids windows. <laughs> yeah. Check your kids windows, but also like, Cause I went out my uh, bedroom window too. <laughs> <laughs> JJ has a thing for windows. Um, anyway, we had our air conditioner went out. And I got a couple of those portable air conditioners to go in our house. And one of those went in our bedroom. And I, you know, this is what I do for a living. And yet somehow when I took the portable air conditioner out uh, from the vent in the window and shut the window, I didn't lock it back. And that window stayed unlocked for like a year before I noticed that it was unlocked. And I was like, oh my gosh. So somebody who spends their entire life talking about and teaching safety. And I screwed up like that. So don't think that, you know, just check things, you know, uh, be aware of what's going on, even in your own house like that. All right. So anyway, I think it's time for another ad. And actually what I would like to do is uh, talk really quick about, because we haven't talked about them in a while, alien gear. Um, so I think a couple podcasts back, we were talking about the fact that I was talking about, was talking about the fact that I was talking about, yeah, too many talking abouts. Anyway, uh, a couple podcasts back, we were talking about the Alien Gear Roswell holster, and I said I was going to have a review video that should be out uh, by the time the podcast released. I did not. We're having to reshoot that video because apparently um, my editor uh, sent me a message and he says, hey, um, there's something wrong with the file. And I went back and I looked and apparently our 30 seconds into my review video, the audio just cut out and had no more audio for the rest of the thing. So a little ticked over that one. But anyway, uh, I would like that. That Roswell holster is super nice. The thing has a, you know, it's not just a cutout. It has like a little pocket that your, that your um, optic will fit into. I love optics on pistols. I know I've talked about that a lot. Uh, so optics on pistols are awesome and it has this nice little pocket to kind of help 
keep it from getting so dirty and stuff. It's pretty freaking awesome. I really, really like that holster and it's super comfortable and it's very affordable in comparison to a lot of other ones too. So, uh, check that one out. It's, you can, uh, go over there through our link. We would really, really appreciate it. And that is impactgear.live slash alien gear. Okay. All right. So, uh, Jada, would you like to kind of give us a little quick summary of what we've talked about today? Yes. So make sure that your garages stay locked. Your remotes are out of reach of other people. Your codes are not easy to break into and make sure the doors inside of your garage is are locked. Um, when it comes to doors, really long wood screws into the frame, make yep. the frame hard to break into, not just the door itself, have good quality uh, doorknobs and locks, lock your deadbolts. Oh my gosh. Lock your deadbolts. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and when you move into a new home, change the door locks. Uh, When it comes to sliding glass doors, uh, security kits, metal bars, hole-in-pin devices, and getting window security film and putting it on both sides. Um, When it comes to your windows, have window security film. And, uh, I mean, also, we didn't mention this, but this was slightly mentioned in the last one of having um, bushes with like sharp leaves and stuff outside your windows Yeah, is yeah. a good option. You don't have to, but it definitely is a really good option. Yeah, unfortunately, criminals look for convenience. Yeah. So. Okay. So if you are enjoying this podcast, go ahead and go over to Apple Podcast, rate us, and please write a review. We are creeping closer and closer to the 100th episode. Well, this is episode 98, so it's this one, and then another one, and then 100. Yeah. So, what you need to do is screenshot your review, and then send it over to... Brian at impactdefense.online. Okay. And then we'll do a drawing... At the end of that episode, and if you are the lucky person, you will get a Amazon gift card. Gift card, wow. An Amazon gift card that apparently I'm paying for. You didn't say how much either. $250. Yeah, she's super excited about buying that thing, guys. (laughs) Just ignore all of the reviews that are um, from Karate Kylie. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, guys, that account is not eligible for winning the contest. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Sorry. Okay. Guys, thank you so very much for listening to the podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. Bye bye.